Welcome to Deep Dose. This is a channeled conversation in the self-healing practice of deeper contemplation. As a non-binary being, we use the self-affirming pronouns they, them, and we. Thank you so much for your presence and joining the ride. We were just in a moment of recalling a memory one that has been revisited many times actually because this memory is of a very very distinct moment where our life went in a totally different direction based off of a decision and that decision was based off of someone else's opinion and oftentimes there is this wondering what if we did not listen to that person in that moment? What if we didn't listen to them? It feels slightly vulnerable to share. But part of this story is that that decision was whether or not we began to pursue a career as a stunt person. Our 26-year-old self had been pursuing all sorts of endeavors in the film industry, being a film major, seeing that as part of our artistic creation and medium. So we had studied all parts of filmmaking, including acting. Felt that it was important to be an experience in all the different roles that production takes and as we begin to explore a career in this industry really just finding out which role which position is the most fulfilling but we felt like we could only know that if we kind of tried them all on so we went to acting classes to know what it's like to be an actor we were working with a production company to understand how to sell a movie, how to make a production, what it takes. We worked closely with a director so we could understand what would it be like to direct. And this was the exploration of ourselves in those 20s. About the same time, we added kickboxing into our exercise routine. Having always been very athletic and was working out at a gym that had a boxing ring and there was a trainer there that would work out people in the ring and it just really looked very fun and interesting to learn something new. So we took a couple of sessions and discovered that it was very fun was very fun enjoyed it. it was very helpful to our energy to bounce around the ring and kick and learn new techniques and we were hooked as they say so after doing that for quite some time about a year and a half into training pretty consistently it was getting better and better but wow this would be interesting we've always been a big action movie fan always found that genre very entertaining especially female driven action films 
So started exploring and looking into being trained as a stunt person, taking this newfound love and, and skill set of kickboxing and combining it with our exploration of the entertainment industry, of the film industry. So we started looking into trainings, classes, schools, coaches for stunt training and started to feel very excited about this path. Now, at the time, we were dating someone who was also in the entertainment industry. And because he was older and had more time and experience, he'd already reached a certain level of success. So one time we were together and because we were seeing each other in a relationship, said, hey, wanted you to know that this is something that we're interested in doing and, and going to pursue it and just think it's really exciting and cool to start doing stunts. And this person said, oh, no, 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 no. No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. And we're like, why? Like, what, why? It's so cool. And it looks fun and adventurous and you know personally when watching action movies just have always been in such like awe of the stunt people and what they do and they're like really cool folks so we said why and he said that stunt people are looked at in production as like the lowest rung like lower than extras and just remember sitting there like in such shock. Um, one, just hearing this person's judgment about the people and, and the peers and the in the industry who actually contribute significantly to the making of a film. You can't have a blockbuster action movie without very talented stunt people. So how could you see them as somehow lowly human beings for what they do? They are the source of what you see. They are the people on the screen and the people behind the production and the producers and all of those folks who are making the most money. They benefit from those people on the screen doing what they're doing. They wouldn't make money otherwise. Having also worked as an extra, which is a very fascinating experience, it felt disturbing to hear him say the same thing. The people in the background of films are what make the world of that story possible and alive. Again, if we want to reflect on the action genre, the drama of any of those like catastrophic crowd movies you know the movies where you have the crowd of people all standing in the street and they're all just staring and then suddenly they all get like terrified faces and they all start turning and running in panic that's a whole scene all dedicated to extras that crucial moment is part of the structure of the story of that film to build the, the suspense or to usher in the hero reliant on those folks to do their job and do it well 
how could they be seen as lowly? Now, these folks are paid less compared to the other roles of making a film. So it was a reveal that this, this person who was on the producing side of it, that was how he viewed the people that were crucial to his success. And here's where that moment where we took someone else's opinion and gave it power, gave it an influence to change the direction, to change our life direction. Because that 26-year-old was still under the narrative that this man that we were in a relationship with should dictate what we do with our life based on what would please him or not please him. Because there was a programmed desire to be in a relationship with a man as part of feeling complete or safe or protected. All of the programmed beliefs that we were told would be crucial to our life and that it would be provided by a man. And this particular man did not want to be seen or associated with someone so lowly as a stunt person. So in that moment, it felt like suddenly that decision put our relationship at stake. And because we were still very confused about what love really is, we decided to give up on that pursuit for the sake of the relationship, for the sake of what this man would think if we decided to become a stunt person, would no longer be lovable to this man, no longer be worthy to be in a relationship seen as his partner. So that dream was quietly tucked away. But we'll tell you that every time we saw an amazing action movie with folks doing amazing stunts, just feeling this like awe and wonder like, wow, what's it like to be a human and be able to do that with your body? What's that experience like? And this would happen every time we watched these movies. And every single time we went back to that moment and back to that conversation and just sat there with our 26-year-old self, I was like, ah, I wish we hadn't listened to that guy. And though it has taken about 16 years, we're going to make that decision today because that dream is still there. It's always been. Now, we're not saying that we may ever get hired to do stunts. Who knows? But at least at the end of this earthwalk, we would have at least trained to do it. At least given it the opportunity. Just being like, you know what? That was always a dream. You must be part of this incarnation for some reason. But it must be part because we can't not feel it. We can't not feel a desire for that dream. We can't not think about it and smile and be like, that'd be awesome. So, you know, we can still try. We can still believe in it.
We can take back that moment of being subjected to someone else's disbelief. I know that that 26-year-old is still in there. We can take that person with us on this journey. There's still time. In fact, everything is in divine timing. And we can take that a little deeper to find acceptance and peace with knowing that that wasn't the timing at 26. To trust in the plan, to trust in that feeling that's inside of us, that intuition, that magic that is speaking, that soul desire that just doesn't go away. Even when you're told that you would be looked down upon if you did that dream, being able to feel the connection to your soul's calling is a really valuable thing. Not everyone feels that, even though we all can. It requires listening to that soul, trusting that the soul is calling to us for a reason. Thank you so much for being in this contemplation with us. This is Deep Dose and we are Eden.